Uh, good morning, everybody. Thursday, uh, week eight of the Octagon Challenge. But some of you listening, Turtle members, just members on the uh, on the app only. So a mix of you all listening. And last night I did a book club on the tur- on the Octagon Challenge, and we're doing a book on Stoicism by Don Robson. It's a bit heavy, so I wouldn't really suggest it as a starter Stoicism book. I there is a better one that's easier to read, which I'll share in the groups. Um, but let me just go over a few things you spoke about because it's important. I think this topic is essential to understand. And we've all gone through it in different ways through podcast snippets and chats and all that. But let's have a deeper look into Stoicism, which is a philosophical school set up, you know, 2,500 years ago, 2,400 years ago. It doesn't mean to be without emotion. That's a, the wrong definition. That is the lowercase Stoic, which is annoying that it's called that. But Stoicism is a philosophical school about just living a happy life and looking at what we actually control and disregarding what we don't control and being in charge of our days, basically. And if we can do that day to day, we can live in harmony with ourselves or what they called living in harmony with nature, which is ourselves. And that's it really in a nutshell, but let's go through it. So the first thing that Stoicism will teach you, and this might be useful for you guys to, to understand is, they say, if you wish for any good thing, get it from yourself. And they say nature itself teaches us that if we want true happiness and the good life, we must seek it within ourselves rather than in external things. If we can only if we can only do this consistently, Epictetus says, we will achieve perfect freedom and liberate ourselves from emotional suffering. Like how many of us listening here now put our happiness in a job promotion or a certain job title or more money or a nicer house or a better relationship, all these things that aren't actually that we can get in ourselves today. The only thing you can get from yourself right now, the only thing you actually control is your voluntary actions. You can't even control your body because the Stoics would say, someone stronger than you could come around and, you know, punch you in, pin you against the wall, pin me against the wall, some massive seven foot block. I can't control that. And that's an extreme example, but you know, what they would say then is like, the only thing you can control is your voluntary actions. Nobody can take it away from you. Like, you know, they talk about being in prison and the body's changed, but your voluntary actions, your voluntary um, attitude is always within your control. And it's hard to grasp in a sense because like, wow, that is, you know, wow, like, but that's horrible. Why would I feel in control or whatever? But in day-to-day life, in day-to-day life, right, if we can just focus on what we can control and leave go where we can't, so we can only focus on our voluntary actions in the present moment, that's where we get joy. So instead of thinking, oh, I wish I didn't do that yesterday, or, you know, oh, I, w- I wish I could, uh, you know, I could wish I could buy that, you know, that's outside yourself, where you say, well, I can control my voluntary action, I'm going to make that voluntary action now a good thing, which is, I'm going to go and do my steps, I'm going to go and track my macros, you know, I'm going to go and send a message to a friend. We do these small things, voluntary actions, and if we put the good and happiness in the fact that we can do that, then we don't need anything else external. We don't need loads of money. We don't need that posh, fancy car, you know? And they go on and say, this is the next part of it. They say, seek not for events to happen as you wish, but rather wish for events to happen as they do, and your life will go smoothly. So an example of this is you're in a, you're about to do a presentation, and you wish that the this presentation goes on the slideshow screen perfectly, and you wish the mic works. You wish... That's how it happens. You walk on it all works perfectly. But you walk on stage and the presentation's not working and the mic doesn't work. 
Okay, now people will go, oh, I wish it wasn't like this. Why me? Why me? Why me? But actually, the, the, the exact thing you need to do next isn't to wish it was different. It's to accept the fact that monitor's not working and that mic doesn't work. Things don't go to plan all the time. That's fine. What do I do next? Okay, let's check. Let's exp- let's apologize. Guys, things go wrong. Mic's not working. Presentation's not working. I'm going to fix it. Right, what do, we need to do, what do we need to do next? You know? And I think we do this all the time. I wish it wasn't like this. I wish it wasn't like that. I wish it wasn't like that. But accepting facts and moving on with facts is one of the most liberating things you can do. Honestly, for me, it changed everything for me. Being able to look at facts and accept and not wish they were different and move on with the next action that's obvious, you know? I think we need to do that. And it talks about emotionally detaching from things that we think are indifferent. So, like, for me, cars are indifferent to me. Like, I don't care about the piece of metal with a brand on the front, you know? It doesn't bother me. So I'm indifferent to it. I have no emotional attachment to any car. You know, I have no emotional attachment to a specific house and bricks, you know, I have no emotional attachment to design the labels and brands, you know? And I think, like, the more we can go and look at these things as indifferent and not actually things that bring us happiness, you know, emotional detachment from the scale, the weight and the scales, that's a big thing a lot of you have had. You look at the weight and the scales and you go, yeah, well, you know, that's a number, that's data, I'm a scientist, and I'll collect data. And, you know, you're indifferent to it if it goes up or down. You just know that's data, happy days. The problem we have is we attach so much of our emotions to things that are outside of our control that when they don't go right or in the way we want them, we then get a disturbance, an emotional... We get emotionally disturbed, which causes our days to be havoc, right, basically. And this is what they say, and this is what Donald Robertson says in the book. The fact we're troubled and life doesn't go smoothly because of our upset and desires and emotions is a warning sign that we haven't completely digested the basic doctrine of Stoic ethics. That virtue is the only true good and what is not up to us is ultimately indifferent. As long as I have the sense that things are going against me, that I'm failing to get what I desire or getting things I'm averse to, that shows that I'm enslaved to my passions and emotions you know that's the problem we have we have these desires and when they don't happen we get disturbed right and we're in a sense of conflict every single day um one of the original the founder of stoicism you know explained it as the wise person is like a dog attached to a cart and is running alongside the cart that is smoothly keeping pace with it things are nice Whereas the foolish person is like the dog that is leashed to the car, but is struggling against it, but finds itself being dragged along with the cart anyway. So you can either struggle against things, all right? The fact is, the dog is attached to the cart. You either, and I don't want to be attached to the cart. Well, okay, you either fight against the car pulling you, which is going to be horrendous, or you accept that you're attached to the cart and you move along with it. And that's the fact, you know? That's another way of looking at things. Um, accepting facts, the reality of situations without morbidly wishing things could be different because we can't change the past. A lot of you are this weekend. Monday comes, you go, I wish I didn't do it on that weekend. Foolish. It's happened. Gone. I wish I didn't drink that much. I wish I didn't. Well, you did. And it's done. It's gone. Today, what's the present moment you can do? Accept the fact you did do it. What's next? You know? We need to be... I'm, I, I'm saying this in voice notes quite a lot because we need to be reminded of a lot of these things a lot of the times i need to be reminded even me saying it now is helpful for myself so hopefully it's helpful for you guys um 
and you know not attaching things to it so epictetus which is one of these stoic teachers back in the day who was who started his life as a slave and then became a teacher he said we should train ourselves to respond to our initial impressions or opinions and things and like he said if someone says your ship is lost by just simply stating the facts your ship is lost without adding any value judgment or complaining again quite a slightly extreme example he said you know your ship is lost um you know, you might, what do you mean it's lost? Well, oh, I wish it wasn't lost. And you could fight it. You could say, you accept the ship is lost. What next? You know? And how many times do we do this with our own lives? Um, I ate of my macros, but I wish I didn't. Remove, but I wish I didn't. I ate of my macros. Full stop. You know? I did this. Full stop. This has happened. Full stop. Someone called me this name. Full stop. You know? Can we do this? And I, I think I want you all to practice it today. Can we do this? Um... I didn't work out today, full stop. Not, I didn't work out today, I'm a lazy git that doesn't deserve to do. No, I didn't work out today, full stop. I didn't do all the tasks I wanted to do today, full stop. We don't attach, oh, because why am I such an idiot? None of that stuff. That's what we always do. We always attach more to facts and make the facts obscured by our own opinions and conditioning that this society's ways of looking at things, that we then do that. So we think, you know... I didn't get a promotion, I'm an absolute failure to society, or didn't get that job, I'm an absolute failure, or I'm not, I don't have a quote-unquote high-status job, or that's, you know, and then we can, and that's it, you know, and we, we attach things to it, but actually, that's the problem in itself, you know, people who judge people on their job title, you know, we have to stop doing ourselves first, you know, we look at someone who says, I'm a writer, I'm a creative, uh, I work in I work at Amazon and this and that. We we need to stop attaching anything to the end of it because that person is a human being. Can you see them as a human versus, oh, if they're a writer, that means they're probably not doing any work, which means they're lazy or whatever. Like some people attached to some stuff like that. Um, or someone says they're creative. Some people have a negative connotation of it. And actually, if we can, we need to stop doing it ourselves, you know, because that is the problem. Everything's always got an attachment to it. So we need to look at the here and now, the present moment. Here are ways we can live in the here and now, one day at a time, whatever we want to call it, right? So the first thing we need to do is, throughout the day, we need to practice bringing your attention back to the present moment, rather than allowing it to wander off into daydreams about the past or worrying about the future. So this is going to happen, but we need to be aware of it. In that awareness, we can pull it back to the present moment. The second way we do this is... If you have to think about something else, that's okay, right? But try and keep your eye in the present moment at the same time. So you're noticing your body and mind, trying to be aware of each second that passes, you know? So you've got to think of something on the weekend, for example, an important, you know, thing that's happening. And don't let that run away and take your day with, you know, go, okay, that's that. Okay, what do I do now? What am I thinking now? What am I doing right in this instant as opposed to letting it take you away? Third way is, if it helps, imagine you're seeing the world for the first time. Or that this is the last day of your life. And concentrate your attention on how you actually think and act from moment to moment. When we do something new for the first time, because it's a completely new experience, we're completely absorbed by it, we are open to all sorts. We see everything, you know? When you see a f- film for the first time in a cinema, the, like for example, when I want to see like the last Harry Potter films, isn't it? the uh, Deathly Hallows and stuff like that, the first time you see it, or you, you look at it, you're absorbed everything and you're in the now and then you know you see it for the second time and you start thinking back and you know, it's not the same thing 
Um, when you see a beautiful view or you go on top of a mountain for the first time, wow, it takes you away and you see it all. But then you go again and you might be someone else then, you know? And this is the fourth thing to do, is to remind yourself that the past and future are indifferent to you and that the supreme good and eudaimonia, which is what the Stoics call happiness, can only exist within you right now in this present moment. So you need to start by making the effort to spend more of your day being aware of the here and now, particularly your thoughts and actions. You know, do we truly understand this? The only we we only control our voluntary actions, which are only which we can only do in the present moment. And the things that takes us away from living in the now with happiness and joy is thinking of the past and future. Now, whilst we need to think sometimes of the past, of the future you know, an experience in a sense to make decisions, we need to still ground ourselves back into the present moment. That's what we're saying, right? And the here now is vital because one, it helps us make hardships more bearable, okay? It reduces it from a mountain to small thing, little rocks. It makes it easier to accept and move on with the next moment, right? A lot of you, if you're feeling stressed about something coming up, you know, you've got a big job promotion coming or you've got an exam, Thinking of the exam in six weeks' time can cause anxiety. But thinking, what, can, what am I going to do right now? Let's let's focus on today. What do I need to do right now? Okay, I'll do two pages right now. You know, the, my voluntary action is I'm going to do two pages right now. That actual action is the good. And that actual action is going to help you when it comes to six weeks' time. Time will pass. But thinking of the future six weeks doesn't do anything in the present moment. And it's just going to take away what you actually need to do in the present moment. Same with fat loss, guys. You think... Oh, I'm going to lose weight by X date. Well, you need to do, you only got control over your present moment and your voluntary actions right now. So whilst you might slip away sometimes and go, I wish I was this weight by this holiday and all that, you need to bring it back to today and right now because that's the only power you have is to do the next thing, right? So what is the next thing for you today? You might have aspirations and things and goals and all this stuff in the future, but that future can only become reality by what you do in the present moment here and now. So take this as a prompt. What do you need to do today in this present moment, right? That is that is the true good you can do. That's where happiness comes from. The joy of being doing what we want to do right now and not being attached to these future desires and all this stuff and anxiety in the past and the future. Let's just focus on what we do now and look at facts and not add things to them. And let's take that day and let's do what we can today. Happy days. So guys, what are you going to do today? What is your tasks? What are you going to do? One big thing is very helpful in this regard. Uh, get that done, write it out. But again, bring it back to fat loss stuff. You know, fat loss will happen over time, but it only can happen over time if we actually do the right thing today. So we always bring it back to the here and now, the one day at a time philosophy. So I'm going to remind you to live one day at a time once more. Back tomorrow with some studies, nutrition studies, training studies. But hopefully this is helpful. A little bit of an overview on the Stoic look at some of the here and now bits. And if you want to know more about Stoicism, and I, I can share more bits about it. It's a really good day-to-day operating system. But guys, enjoy your day, yeah? Put a smile on your face. Put a smile on your face right now. You might look like an utter. You might walk past someone and think, oh, they fancy me. No, no, I don't fancy I'm just smiling, mate. Okay, chill out. <laughs> I'm just smiling. But enjoy your day, guys. The weather's built, and I'll see you all soon.